filling in Dan on with a mic and a record in his hand With his buddy James and we're darn for days About all the killer music heard across the land So they made a podcast of their own design And lo and behold, was a mission to find the good, the bad, and the LP Welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The LP The episode, the episode, the podcast See, I fucked it, you go <laughs> It's the intro. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The LP, as James rightfully said. Uh, we're coming to you with an episode. Oh. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought I'd try and borrow a little bit of your, uh, yeah. your self-reductive charm. We're, um, it's, it's been a while since we've done the full one of these, mm. so we're trying to keep it up um, on a more regular schedule. Mm. And what we thought with this one is... The name of the podcast is The Good, The Bad, and The LP. A lot of these episodes, we're talking about some, what we consider to be good music. Mm. Some, a little bit weird stuff here and there. Mm. But we haven't specifically nailed the bad part of it yet, have no, we? We yeah. haven't explored the absolute despair in the, <laughs> in the musical world. So we thought what we'd do is we'd start to just get some initial impressions from some albums that are notorious for being really terrible by great musicians. Absolutely. And we both we both don't know these albums. I know we know what they are and we know the artists, but we both you know generally haven't listened to them properly or with any sort of memory. Um so it's not as if, you know, I've heard one and Dan's never heard it or vice versa. This is both sort of I guess almost first impressions for both of us. Now, we won't listen to the whole al- we've got we've basically got three albums we're going to go through. Um, I'm not going to listen to the whole thing, but maybe we'll we'll do a couple of samples here and there and talk about it. Um, we've sort of picked a theme to tie them all together, um, both I guess stylistically and the artists are all related to each other. So I'll tell you what we're going to do in case you want to skip forward or you're more interested in one than the other. Um, the first one we're going to listen to is uh, Lou Reed's Metal Machine Music, um, which is notoriously unlike anything else in his catalogue. And quite experimental. Um, it's definitely not representative of Lou Reed. I've only heard like maybe a minute or two of it online once or twice or something. I haven't really never listened to it properly. Um, so we're sticking with it with a metal theme. I guess moving on from that, we can do um, Lou Reed and Metallica's Lulu, uh, which came out what two or three years ago. So we carry oh, on. No, maybe, maybe a little longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Which is obviously notorious. You can talk about that, but it's pretty notor- notoriously terrible. I think it was his basically his last release before he passed away. Yeah, Metallica um, fans and Lurie fans were equally disappointed. Yeah, I have never brought myself to listen to it properly. I'm familiar with one song, and it's basically through a meme. Yeah, like the ta- table one. The table. James Hetfield and his table. Yeah. And then we sort of made a bit of a jump um, from... Uh, Lou Reed to uh, David Bowie. Obviously, they were very good friends and they worked together on stuff. And now uh, we're going to... I have never fully checked out Never Have You Tin Machine, which is David Bowie's side project um, when he felt like he wanted to be less of a front man and work more than a band space. So we're going to pick a Tin Machine album. I'm not sure which one yet. When we'll, we'll get to that. Probably the first. Probably the first would make the most sense and give a listen and, and compare that to and just, his solo work. And just get an initial impression just to see... Immediately, are they as bad as everybody says? Yeah. Would we want to continue to listen? Yeah, delve absolutely. deeper. Absolutely, yeah. that's so, the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. So we get into it. So let's kick it off with gonna, Metal Machine music. By we're playing the, fir- the first track. We're going to play track one. Initial impressions, track one. You ready? I'm ready. 
you know what year this is? It doesn't say, does it? I think it... I can find out. <laughs> okay, that's not going to help me. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's pretty, pretty uh, textured. Nightmarish? Yeah. 1975. There you, go. you know what? Like this this. Re this reminds me of the Melvins in terms of what yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Just like I'm just reading up a little bit about it now. Um, supposedly, um, many consider it to be a joke, like <laughs> grudging mm. a like it's a fulfillment of a like to do as con yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Con a contractual obligation. Initially, I can get into this. Yeah, me too. It reminds me of the Dead Sea. Don't know if it's all done with machines, I guess. I mean, I can immediately hear it's quite different to the low reads that, you know, walk on the wild side or whatever. It's, you know. But also, it's not... I can see how this could be something that comes about because they were all like the Valor Underground were always experimental in yeah, yeah. a way that if you just made it a little more extreme it doesn't yeah, you can, you can see yeah. how it's you could, you could extrapolate it's mm. not that far of a step no. to get to this you know what I've got a weird feeling this is the whole album <laughs> I gotta I gotta say I think you might be right <laughs> should we start to skip ahead yeah okay so this first track is 16 minutes. We are currently two minutes into it. Okay. Let's skip ahead to about... Wait, wait, wait. At this point, are you vouching? <laughs> if it evolves? Yes. Yes. But I have a feeling if it's just noise? No. Probably not. All right, skip away. Okay, this isn't part of the song. Here we go. Oh, it's the same. I could imagine if you suffer from, um, like, tinnitus. Yeah, I know. This is. I suppose, like, if you, if you get behind like white noise and stuff, you could like fall asleep to this. It's kind of like if you were to play drone music, but not drone music. Mm. You just pure feedback and stuff. Yeah. It's certainly. It's, it's not. It's, just, it's a statement, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not music per se. No. It's environmental. It's an environmental statement. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so we're now 10 minutes in. Okay. And it's, it's yeah. just basically the same thing. I wonder if he just programmed whatever instruments just to go, you know, I, like, you know, do I, it. I think I'd read something about uh, tape, tape machine, uh, slow mm. downing, yeah. uh, effects, feedback, Yeah. probably looping. Yeah. Did I, did we ever talk about that Disintegration Loops album? We didn't. Ah, oh, okay. Make a note of it? Or should we talk over it? I can tell you about it. It's loose. It could be re loosely, loosely related. related? Okay, I can. Okay, I can stretch it a little bit. So, Lou Reed's from New York. This album was also recorded in New York. That's the that's the link. Um, so basically, uh, there's this this is like modern classical composer called William Bazinski, and he, oh, fuck, what's the story? <laughs> <laughs> he recorded a 
piece of music, I think it was before on the before the 9/11 attacks happened, and on the evening of the 9/11 attacks, he was trans. This this story, by the way, everybody might not be 100% correct. Like the story is true, but I might be recollecting it incorrectly. But the general idea is he what he found this old tape that he recorded in the 80s, and he wanted to get it transferred over onto a more modern. Uh, he had like a master tape and wanted to get it transferred over to a thing. So he basically, I think the afternoon of 9-11, he lived in Brooklyn and his apartment had a view over towards Manhattan and the Twin Towers. And he, he, set, his, he, set, the, he set up whatever the machine was that would transfer the tape over to a digital transfer or something. And um, he, something happened with the tape that every time it went over a rotation, the tape started to like disintegrate slightly. And like he recorded a whole bunch of ambient music in the 80s, and apparently, as as the afternoon went on, the twin tower attack happened, and he went up. He went upstairs to like record to um, watch watched all the smoke and all the stuff, and he left the tape downstairs. And when he got back, he found that the tape had started to erode as it was going through. So as it was recording digitally, this piece of music starts to actually disintegrate completely naturally. So it's it's like a 12-hour piece of music. But you can hear it like organically getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, and as the music goes along, the whole thing starts to like decompose, and by the end, it just sounds really dark and crackly. But it's like it's really beautiful music. The way it does, like the way that organically has like decay, and they they sort of tied it into the disintegration and tied it into the whole like metaphor of the collapsing of the twin towers, and like that's kind of like a magical story around it than the whole thing. So yeah. This kind of like puts a vivid image in your mind of someone sitting on a rooftop watching that while downstairs this tape is like. You know, deteriorating. Yeah, but yeah, it's quite a nice piece of music. Because when were the Twin Towers built? I don't know when they were built. Yeah, but maybe late seventies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then two thousand one, they went down. It might be on your phone if you just want to go disintegration loops. That's it's kind of haunting hearing mm. just the the coincidence of yeah. the, like all of that. Yeah. That's one word that I can never spell properly. Disintegration, even though I'm a fantastic speller. <laughs> Disintegration okay, loops? Yeah, William Bazinski. Do you want to put it on? Yeah, just for a little minute. Sorry, we're being very self-indulgent again. This is what happens. Yeah, let's quickly... Um... Okay, I can't vouch for this music. Nah. I'm all, I'm all for a good bit of noise drone, but... Uh, hold on, Spotify's... Uh... Okay, that's the end of the track, apparently. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so yeah. Here's it's very yeah, beautiful, haunting. Well, if we're talking about machine music, the machine failing you. Yeah, exactly. That's why I thought it kind of does still tie into the theme, even though it doesn't. The New York aspect still kind of ties yeah. in. You can sort of hear it beginning to. You hear that bit of crackle, or like. So. So you can even fast forward into it and you can hear it. The album cover's haunting. Is it the album cover with the smoke and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. It's, it's like that? you're going back in time. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, sounds like wartime recordings yeah. back in the yeah. 40s. That's cool, isn't it? 
It's just, it's, it's just a fascinating recording, you know. Because that's that's it. If mm. your analog master's screwed. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So that's. So it was completely accidental when he was doing it. He just happened to create this thing out of something else. It's capturing a moment in time that yeah. happens to mm. be one of the most yeah big big thing in the history. Big yeah. events of the yeah. So, yeah, it's that kind of saturation that's starting to lose all fidelity. Start to get some fraying. Wow, it's cool, hey. I'm. I've fallen asleep to it before. It's quite nice. Oh, there's something just about. That story. Mm. This quickly, um, that was a nice tangent. I like that. Good. Thank you. We can leave it in. <laughs> um, let's quickly bookend this Lou Reed thing and see if any of the other tracks just quickly. <laughs> is this oh. track, <laughs> track, this is track two. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lou Reed. Track three. Okay. Track four. Yeah. <laughs> This has got to be. Yeah. This is this. This is a statement. I don't know. It's, uh, it's ultimate statement. Yeah. Have you heard of um, the Melvins? They did uh, an album. I think it's called Honky. Wait, let me double check. They. Uh, no, it's called Prick. Oh yeah. Have you heard of an album no, called Prick? No. Okay, so supposedly they had a contractual obligation to. <sighs> either Atlantic or... Uh, there was they, they had an obligation to a record company and apparently they just went and recorded just a bunch of, like, um, street recordings and, right. like, released it. <laughs> I wonder if it's on Spotify because it's hilarious. Like, it's just, like, totally with the, within their sense of humour. But it's, it, that reminds me of... Um, of that Lou Reed thing. Okay, let's forget it. Let's forget about that. Well, right. like, you can check it out. If, you, if you're familiar... Um, you probably know what I'm talking about, but if you're not familiar, it's like this. It's quite funny. <laughs> like okay. there's, Frick. yeah, there's some random just <laughs> stuff going on in the background, street performing and stuff. It's an wow. album of not. It's just like nonsense. Yeah. But I mean, you can never tell with the Melvins like them when they're serious or not with yeah. that kind of stuff. But it's interesting to check out. There's, I think there's a track. It's just called like guitar solo or something. <laughs> it's, just, it's like it's just so indulgent. Like because yeah. King Buzzo, like I like his guitar playing. Like mm-hmm. when he solos, it's it's, to me, it's like that punk kind of like musical thing where it's not for the sake of soloing, it's like for the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is just complete like self-indulgent, like it's <laughs> unlike anything he'd do in a song. Wow. It's just really funny. So should we move on? To, Let's move on to the next, which was Lulu. Yeah, Lou Reed and Metallica. Uh, I'm... 2000 and maybe 10, 11 or 12, I can't remember. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we're not really... Wait, wait, wait. What was the idea of this podcast to find a positive? No, this was just to see if... Oh, good. We don't have to... This was just to see if what everyone's saying is actually true. Mm. And I think we can say categorically that as as a sonic document, maybe there's some merit to that Lou Reed album. It's probably uh, influential in terms of being an art piece, I guess. Yeah. So here we go. This is Lulu. This is definitely my first time hearing this it's uh yeah okay, nice acoustic guitars it's interesting it's not my first time hearing a song off this uh, but this is my first right. time 
I'm all in so far. It's a strange mix of, uh, you know, Lou Reed and Metallica. It's a very, it's very true. cut my legs and tits off when I think of Boris Karloff and Kinski <laughs> in the dark of the moon. What a lurk. Yeah. It made me dream of Nosferatu trapped on the Isle of Dr. Moreau. Kind of reminds me of, like, not Johnny Cash's, like, American oh, yeah. tapes kind of stuff, but... But it's not very Metallica, right? <laughs> That's pretty bad, hey. <laughs> it, like, you wouldn't have like peanut butter and sand. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't yeah. eat that in the meal. No. Because, like, here's the thing, right? Metallica, as of, like, the past, like, ten years or so, Hitfield has been so, like, hit and miss. Like, he was, like, my hero when I was a kid. And seeing vocally what's kind of happened, yeah. it's kind of, it kind of breaks your heart a little. He's, like, as of late, from what I gather from live performances, he's kind of, like, back on point with some, like, his voice has morphed to a point where it's, like, kind of cool yeah, right. again yeah. like he's nailing some shit it's like kind of exciting but like this kind of stuff I feel like you can't put Lou Reed in that context yeah like his non singing kind of stuff yeah. it needs to happen with non singing music yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a bit yeah. not as like muscly Part of me is confused by this, and that's what I partner would be like set, because my brain is like, what the hell is this? It's like, um, when Pantera, when, um, uh, Dimebag, um, Vinnie Paul and Rex Brown, they, uh, did that collab with David Allen... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Co? Yeah, Co, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Co, yeah. yeah. Um, the Rebel Meets Rebel. Yeah. That mix works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard it. I don't know. It's really good. I really yeah. enjoy it. Right. But that makes sense because they're all outlaws. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. playing outlaw music. Yeah, it's, yeah. It might be like mm. metal playing country, mm. but it's still of the same ilk. Yeah. Well, this is like Metallica and like not like yeah. peak Metallica in terms of like. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Yeah, they're yeah. just like. It's not even classic Metallica. It just, this is just like jamming Metallica, yeah. throwing something down. Gotta gotta like hand it to them for just having the audaciousness to not care. Yeah, I know, just yeah. do it regardless. Yeah, not be afraid of the musical. I yeah. mean, that's one thing you gotta give Metallica. They're not afraid to be a, like they're they're indulgent to the yeah. point where they don't care about the consequences. And I guess because of their status, they can get away with it. I'd be interested to know in terms of the recording of this, who took the lead. Like, if the Lou Reed was like, "This is what's doing. You're playing it, and that's it." And I'm running the show, or if I've, they, you know, if it was like a collab. Or... I have a feeling it was just like Lou Reed had like these lyrics and he's like, hey, can you guys come up with music behind it? Mm. And they kind of. Yeah. I don't, you get the feeling it was just a bit of a afterthought. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if he was a fan. 
I don't know if he was a. They, they were probably all. They were all probably getting off on like the. Oh, we're like it's so challenging. Yeah, I know. This is the song. Yeah. This is one you know. This is the table. I am a chorus of the voices that gather up the magnets set before me. This is this, like if you've seen uh, some kind of monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This seems like a, like a outtake from like yeah. those sessions. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. If there was no Lou Reed vocals, it would be. You know what? I'm not hating this. I kind of like this song. I don't have an issue with. It's not confusing to me. Yeah. It's an odd, but yeah. It's not something you would be like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I got nothing against like spoken word. No. Yeah. This is where it kicks in, I think. Nope. I have no morals. Some think me cheap, and someone who despises the normalcy of heartbreak, the purity of love. But I worship the young yeah, it's not like intelligently avant-garde. It's just a bit off because it's just a fucking weird mess. They're probably, like you said, like jerking off thinking they're so avant-garde. But really, it's just a, a fucking... You know, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. it's not, they, they think they're pushing the boundaries, but it just happens to be such a weird mix that that's what makes it what it is. Yeah. And in a coffin, your soul shaking. I want to have you downing every meaning you've amassed like a fortune. Oh, throw it away, but worship someone who actively despises you. It's gonna kick off soon, I feel. Yeah. For worship someone who actively despises you. Repeated the line, yep. Yeah, yeah. I am the fruit. I am the progress. I'm the aggressor. What are you, James? Uh, I'm the table. What are you? I thought it was I am the table. <laughs> I think he says that later. Does he? Yes, I thought. <laughs> the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he said tablet there, didn't he? He did. Yeah. But there's, there's got to be another one coming up. Yeah. So here's, here's my, my thinking. Musically, it has this weird... It's so hard to articulate what it's doing. It's there. Yeah. It's not necessarily challenging. No. But it's just a weird dirge-like jam in the background. Yeah, I know, yeah. And got, you've got the Prophet Lou Reed. Yeah. But it's just... If you're going to, like, challenge something, that it... It should seem like it fits somehow, even in the challengingness of it. Yeah. Like, avant-garde stuff. Even if it's challenging you don't understand it, usually you could see how they came to that conclusion. Like, mm. oh, that seems like it's weird, but, like, it's a weirdness that's in keeping. Mm. This is yeah. like, you've got moments of, that's not weird. But by mixing those things, it becomes weird. And it doesn't... Mm. It's, it's so hard to... Judge this. I feel like without Lou Reed's vocals, it would, I would this would be a lot worse than it is. He's the table. Yeah. I am the view. I am the table. I am all this. 
How's it feel to be at table, James? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's like I can't tell you how I feel to be the table, but I, I'm trying to figure out if there's more um, like behind the logo because they are nonsense. Like if they're actually written to mean something deeply, or if they're written to be purposely, um, you know. I don't know. All right, are we are we done? Well, I, we have to be done. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm done with this. Like, uh, I, just, uh, I, I bet the record probably costs like a hundred dollars on Discogs or something. I love Discogs. I am the table. I am. Like, it's not even on Spotify. That's how much they're trying to. Like, you would you would think they're proud. They'd be proud, especially with Lou Reed no longer being with us. They'd uh, want, they'd want to actually have some legacy. $103. To it. No way. Yeah. That's pro- so it was probably like a, a bargain bin kind of thing. Yeah. <sighs> See, that was tough. It was. That yeah. was tough because... I found that was tougher than the first one we listened to. <laughs> the first one makes sense. It's just like... Yeah. Noise. Mm. Like, everyone can understand noise. Mm. That was just two different musical styles yeah. that Thrown are at odds in. with each other mm. and there's no attempt to yeah. mesh, mesh it. And I think <laughs> in doing so, there might be the thinking that, no, this is, this. it doesn't matter where this is music. Mm. We can, we can just mash it together and like <laughs> be challenging and like, is, isn't this cool that we can just do that? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. <sighs> like if I tried to like jump into a pool of concrete, it's still a pool. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, isn't that cool? Like, <laughs> you're diving into a you're diving into a pool, but you're not swimming. Whoa! That's a great analogy. It's pretty, it's a pretty shitty analogy. No, I, don't, I get it. Don't give any credence <laughs> to my terrible analogy. Like, it's you're trying to mix two things that mm. shouldn't. I don't want to say shouldn't mix because there shouldn't be any rules in music. Yeah, but it's just not. A, I don't think it's successful. Like, no. it just. Being challenging for the mm. sake of being challenging is something that like a kid would do, you know, yeah, like yeah. a juvenile, like somebody just learning about, you know, anarchy and like music. Like yeah. there are no rules, man. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Let's do like black metal pop. Yeah, I mean, like when we when it first came on, I was intrigued because I was like, okay, this is two very different things. Let's see how they meld. But it just didn't happen. I I was kind of hoping that it would have gone out of the comfort zone. Yeah, like mm. Metallica playing music that didn't sound like Metallica. Yeah, that's so what they, I was, they that's just bas- they just basically was like doubling mm. down on the yeah. latter day like yeah, just throwaway riffs and stuff. Mm. Should we move on to something that I think will probably be the highlight of you know surely? Well, it has to be. I mean, yeah, like we put ourselves through this for you guys. You better <laughs> fucking appreciate it. I'm getting angry. Can you tell I've sworn a lot more? <laughs> it's very hot in this room, and we're listening to. This is my day off and we're listening to horrible music for you guys. And you're listening too. Yeah. You're complicit and in you're the listening awfulness. Too, actually. I'm a, by default, I'm wasting your time. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. So, Tin Machine, what I know of this is I know that they toured with Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I, I, all I know is it was David Bowie's attempt to basically blend in and be part of a band rather than being a front man. And that's a cool looking. Like I like the cover. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. a cool cover. He's he's got his little goatee, little facial yeah. hair thing going on, wearing a suit. Should we just get into it? Let's get into it. What, what's the song called? Yeah, the first track is called "Heavens in Here." Okay, here we go. Nice guitar. 
little bit bluesy. I just have this a perception that of just like this was like industrial music right, for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Harmonies. Wow, that's not what I expected. Not sure. Not loving it. I'm not the biggest blues fan. No. Apart from uh, old like Helen Wolf. Dude, how like mm. like when I say blues, I mean like. Like, like this, like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, Sorry, yeah. blasphemy. Like, like Route 66 blues. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not really. You can definitely see how he's just fitting into a band context. Yeah. Instead of yeah. Like even his vocals are quite soft and bad. Skip the song. Mm. Okay, no, not after a strong start. No. Uh, Tin Machine, well you got it next. The titular song, Tin Machine. Okay, they should have opened with this. I know, yeah, straight song. away. That's cool. I actually Take me anywhere. I have heard this before. Have you? Yeah. Nineteen eighty-nine. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like a proper band playing as well. Like it yeah. sounds like. It's just so hard when you look at what he's done. I know. Comparatively, it's. I know. So, what year did you say this was? 89. Wow, okay. Yeah, I think he was starting to lose it a bit around this point. Weird. Have you. You're familiar with this, like, techno from, like, it's where he's techno Earthling, stuff? Earthling, or whatever it was called. Yeah, is it uh, Earthling? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like drum and bass, yeah. I liked Heathen, that was like 2000. Well, here's the thing, right? I'm seeing a lot of reviews for this that are favourable, but I always the perception was that it wasn't. Yeah, like, me neither. Yeah, I thought it wasn't. Yeah. Comparatively, maybe that's just compared no. to like, no. like Bowie level stuff. Yeah. It's, Here go the next track. Yeah, it's apparently it's noise rock. No. If it is, it's pretty tame. I don't know if it's. No. Prisoner of love. Ah, oh, right. How does it feel to be a prisoner of love? Wouldn't know. Ah. Oh. Doesn't I don't know what it feels like Sad to be loved, James. <laughs> Sad story. David Bowie will tell you. <laughs> song after school, Crack City. <laughs> no, go Crack City. Yeah, no, I don't know. Don't no, know about this. Oh, no, no, I can pass it by. I don't want to be like in this very fast-paced age where we like instant gratification. You'd want to give things time, but still, there's not something that grabs you immediately. Yeah. Ooh, what's the... Like, I just don't... This doesn't sound like it would be a grow for me. It's not oh, weird right. enough. Let's wrap it, I reckon. 
Well, what, is, what, what was your favorite of the three? I'm I like the Luke. tangent, man. I, I, which one? Into the disintegration oh, loop. Did you? Yeah, I like Lulu the best because it was so bad. <laughs> like at least it was like I, obviously bad. If, we, if we're gonna say what's what's your favorite, what would you most likely to listen to again? The table song. <laughs> just I it. am the table. Why a table? Why would you? You know, you could have picked any any like furniture and you know. I am the you know the toilet. I am toilet, the recliner. Yeah, you know, the toilet bowl. I don't know. Yeah. I am the lazy. Boy. I am the shower curtain. I am the warped door. Is this how we're going to end? We're just going to. What are we? Oh uh, yeah, Dan has a warped door in his apartment. Is it? Is it? This actually doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not relevant. <laughs> it's relevant to me. I'm having trouble sleep. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. For me, I probably would revisit Lulu. Again, I like it's one of those things where like you hear it the first time, and you sort of go, "What is this?" And then when you go back a second time, knowing what it is, you can sometimes listen to it again. You know, with sort of more of an understanding of where it's coming from, I guess. Yeah. But of all of the three, it's it seems like I know what the Lou Reed album was. I kind of get a sense of what the Tim Machine album was. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah. a feeling like the Lulu one could probably just go batshit crazy at some point. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd be more curious to see what else it has yeah, in store. Yeah, it feels like it has potential to go somewhere. It might, probably doesn't, realistically, well, I, but it has a potential to go somewhere else. Yeah. Like a good train, like a good train wreck. You just want to see how bad the wreckage is. And yeah, like, I feel yeah. like that would be the one that I would have more. It's, it's just so unmusical. That yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to see like, how I know. how much more mm. that wreckage looks like. Like I just want to. I get it. <sighs> I mean, Metal Machine is a musical too, but at least it's all contained within a. Like you know, you know, it's yeah. it's, it's almost like it's harder to listen to, but it's more safe because it is a formula. Yeah. Do you know? Like it's not. It doesn't have that. Yeah. It yeah. just seems like oh, it's just like mm. pretty weak, <laughs> weak sauce. All right, we're wrapping up. I hope you enjoyed the misery of that. <laughs> um, what do you think? I know. Please unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Please do us a favor so we don't have to. No, it's um, it's it'd be interesting to to hear if you actually that like, I'd I'd be very curious to have a mini discussion with somebody about the merits of any of these. Yeah, I'll be yawning. Sorry, guys. Wow, that's unprofessional. <laughs> let's let's wrap it. All right, over and out. Over and out. This has been Metal Machine Music. Da 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 da. I don't know what that was. <laughs> no one does, James. All right. No one does. Peace. See ya. Oh, God, my ears. <laughs> Fuck, that was pretty terrible. Pretty, that was pretty terrible.